0: Welcome to Love, Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host. This is my podcast, and I'm so excited today because one of my best girlfriends in the entire world, who I've known for an eternity, and yet we're both 29 years old for life, uh, is on the show today. Her name is Brooke Doulian. She is the creator of Rookski Candles, and she stopped by the podcast this week uh, to talk about a million different things. We talk all about the art of creating scents. We talk about her incredible candle line. Uh, And and by the way, one of her candles is named after me. It's called Celine, but I'm in love with all of her fragrances, all of her candle scents. Uh, I'm not just saying that. I'm serious. That's why she's a guest on the show because I'm fascinated by her and uh, she's such an incredible businesswoman. Anyway, so we talk about creating scents, making candles, designing packaging, signature scents, and just like the whole story of how her current company came to be because as i said she 's a businesswoman she's had businesses in the past she uh, designed she's a wardrobe designer uh, a stylist she had a she 's a jewelry designer she had a very like a cult company that was very very popular called white trash charms It still exists but i 'm focusing on rooksky right now because that is the future she has this incredible company? I'm, I can't say incredible anymore because otherwise uh, it will lose its meaning. So I'm going to step away from using that word over and over and over again to des- to describe my fabulous friend. Yeah, I said fabulous now. Anyway, yes, yeah, so we talk about her entire story, and uh, you know, we just uh, deep dive into fragrances and uh, a bunch of other things, like my encounter with super douche, uh, notorious. Musician Ryan Adams, who's been in the news, I had my own experience with him, and it wasn't good. And I talk about it during my conversation with Brooke. And then we hop on over, we hop right on over to pop culture topics because why not? That's what girlfriends like to do. That's what Brooke and I like to talk about. We talk about The Bachelor. We talk about Tristan cheating on Khloe Kardashian. We talk about Vanderpump Rules and so much more. Um, for everything and anything Brooke, Doolian, and Rookski related, I urge you to run. Don't walk to uh, to find her and her company on Instagram at Rooksky L A, that is R U K S K E underscore L A and visit her website rooksky.com. You can, uh, you can shop all of her candles. I have all of them. I, I don't just have the one named after me. I, I have a whole slew of them. Anyway, uh, so get in line, baby. Let's, uh, let's all get obsessed with Rookski LA. Was that too much? I hope that wasn't too much. It was genuine. So I hope you can just feel my enthusiasm for my girlfriend. Also, I'm drinking a lot of tea. I'm very, very caffeinated. I usually drink lots of coffee, but I'm trying to not drink so much coffee Because I'm taking these like flower remedy herbal tinctures that I got from one of my girlfriends who's also going to be on the Love Alexi podcast. Her name is Alexis Smart. She's the flower remedy girl. So I'm taking her flower remedies. And one of the things you have to do while you're taking her flower tinctures of four drops under your tongue, like four times a day, is you can't have mint and you can't drink coffee, which is like, oh my God, all I do is pop Listerine mint strips and like drink you know, venti, Starbucks, pike roast place, whatever, all day long. So uh, I guess my lifestyle has to change for a bit and I'm kind of liking it. I'm drinking this chai masala chai tea and I'm ordering chai lattes when I go out with nonfat milk because I don't like almond milk and I don't like soy milk. And that's how it is. Okay. So it's, it's I'm just excited that I'm still hyper caffeinated just from the caffeine from tea. I might be more caffeinated, Although I do think caffeine is acidic, more acidic than coffee, um, so it's a little bit hard to drink that first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. But then I put half and half in it. I'm putting a little sugar in it. You don't need to need you don't need to know these details. But I I wouldn't be me if I didn't share them with you. Anyway, uh, you got all that information. I hope you enjoy the show. I do want to tell you all the pertinent podcast information that I I really mean, and I hope this information lands in your brain. It's important to me that I. I convince you that I I need all these things to happen, all right? If you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, well, that makes me very happy. Uh, And since you do, if you do, I mean, you're here. Wait, don't go. Anyway, uh, if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, tell all your friends about the show, get the word out, I don't know, forward one of my Insta stories, just you know, we should definitely be friends on social media as well. Um, if we're not already, you can find me on Instagram. The only, I don't know. It's, uh, it's the only social media I'm truly addicted to nowadays. You know, it's, uh, it's like, it's like a dark drug. It's an evil, dark drug for me. And, uh, yeah, I'm addicted. So find me there before I kick that habit. Find me on Instagram at Alexi Wasser. Um, if you want to send emails to the show, please do send those emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. You can also send all of your advertising inquiries to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. And uh, the Lovealexi podcast is a listener supported show. Uh, we're an independent podcast over here. So, uh, you know, if you either want to advertise on the show or you just want to make a donation, feel free to do so. I would love that. And you can do so via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. And uh, all that aside, I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my fun-filled romp of a conversation with my friend and incredible... Oh God, I said it again. Businesswoman, powerhouse, best friend, uh, founder of Rooksky Candles, Brooke Dullian. We are podcasting. Oh my God. Okay. Get cozy. Get cozy. I'm Uh-oh. cozy. All right. Wait, I don't in. get headphones? Nobody gets headphones. It's just me. I don't know where else to put it. There's only one. Uh, it's okay. It's cool. There's only one outlet for <laughs> headphones. So I know everybody's like, why don't I get headphones? And uh, this, is, this is how it is. All right. <sighs> Let's breathe to set the stage for everybody listening. My mom uh, was in my apartment. A.K.A. the Love Alexi Podcast Studio. As my guest, Brooke Julian arrived, so uh, I was seemingly in tears, but it's only because I was having a heart-to-heart with my mom, so I was emotional, but it's nothing bad. So let me just let that go. Brooke Julian, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. This is so crazy. Are you scared to podcast? I'm.
1: I'm not scared. It's just we talk so much. I know. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. You look so beautiful. Thank you. So do you. Did you get a blowout for this podcast? I did get a blowout. You did? I did. Oh, but it's auditory. <laughs> I like I have to. <laughs> this is an auditory experience. But I get one not to not to like take away from you. Yeah. But I pretty much get one every day. You do?
0: I do. Oh my god. Where do you get blowouts? Maybe they'll give you a free one if we. The dry bar. You get them at the dry bar? I go to the dry bar. Wait, which dry bar? None of our business. Wow, this is already off to like a I know. I'm all <laughs> found. Like, <start>. I, <laughs> I know. Well, it looks good. Thanks. Oh my god. Wait, is Bethany Frankel an investor? No, she's Wasn't not. It? Oh, I thought she was. Okay. No, that's the drinks. Exclusive. Skinny girl. A skinny girl, Bethany Frankel. Oh my god. Oh, I've got a lot of other things to say. Now I'm all over the place. I'm highly caffeinated. Okay. So how long have we known each other for? Oh my God, how long have we known each other for? Seven, 17 years? But don't give away our age. So we met in the womb. Yeah. We met in the womb, and here we are looking amazing. We do look the same. We do look the same. Okay, wait, hold on. But wiser. Oh my God, like 17 years. I think, yeah, I
1: remember. Do you remember where we met? We met at Bar
0: Marmont, right? Yeah. With Nellie, our Uh mutual friend Nellie. Your then-fiance. My then-fiance, Chris, was there? Wasn't he? I guess he was. I thought it was... Maybe he was, but it was you, me, and Nellie. We were at Bar Marmont. Even though Chateau Marmont is better, I don't know what we were doing at Bar Marmont. It was the place to be, I guess, in the early aughts, right? Yeah, you guys were already there, and then Nellie called me and
1: said... I think that you should come to the Bar Marmont because there's this uh, girl that you'd be friends with. Like, I feel like you guys should know each other. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's weird. I don't need any more friends, but whatever.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> before No New Friends, you were already like, No New Friends.
1: Yeah. And then I get there and we, it just, it was meant to be.
0: And then didn't, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this. If you're okay with it, I can always cut it out. But didn't we bond over both having had thyroid cancer? Yeah, that's why Nellie thought. I think also because we were both hyper. We're but, <laughs> both hi- we were both hyper brunettes. Oh no, I was blonde at the time. I was too. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh my God, but now we're both brunettes. Okay. And we had thyroid cancer. Oh, we both had thyroid cancer, but we were both over it, but I just had gotten over it or what? I think you had recently just gotten over it. Yeah. This is not how I expected the podcast to go at all. But... And, I, and
1: I had already, I think it had been like 10 years since I was in remission. Yeah. So So, you know. then we just started talking and
0: became fast friends. And here we are. Here we are. Classic story. Two girls in Tinseltown bonding over thyroid cancer. And 17 years later, they end up doing a podcast. Um, Okay. So I want your whole life story. So even though, okay, so this is weird because you guys were podcasting, but we talk all the time about everything. So this is going to be weird because we're not going to talk about like the darkest, deepest things we probably always talk about. Right, and actually, we
1: don't even do that anymore, we now don't. that we're both in. now that we're both in relationships, we don't talk about the things we used to talk about. What did we used to talk about? We used to talk about
0: oh, dating, oh yeah, bad choices, sex,
1: sex, and things we shouldn't have done. I don't know. It just was more like.
0: Um vap it now we talk about recipes. Well, yeah. <laughs> we talk about recipes and making better decisions being calmer, making better choices. Yeah. Yeah. We're evolved. And now, I mean, let's not bury the lead. You have this new company. It's called Rooksky. It is. It's a candle company. Or what do you call it? Is it a fragrance, a candle? What, what how do you refer to it?
1: It's a brand, but right now we're doing luxury.
0: High-end candles. Luxury high-end candles, people. Okay, so I am completely obsessed. You've given me... One is named after me, right? One scent is named after me. I noticed you don't ever have at the house I brought you one. She brought me one, you jerks out there. Be jealous, why don't you? I
1: can't believe it. And then the (laughs) other one I brought you, I I wanted to give you a scent
0: that you normally wouldn't, Care for, like, for your first pick if you were buying it? Oh my God, I'm, i gotta, I got to, I got to insta story this while we're, uh, while we're recording the podcast. Okay, my guest today on the Love Lexi podcast is Brooke Doolian uh, of Rookski. It's a brand of high end, uh, highbrow candles. And this, she just brought me one for free. Two for free. I'm, for so, free, lame. I'm <laughs> so lame. I'm so lame. Like, she just brought me one, guys, for free. Actually, I was going to Venmo you. Oh, really? Um, I was going to Venmo you. Uh, let's see. Willow.
1: But I'm curious. I want you to open this
0: Celine, and to smell it. Named after me. Okay, I'll be right back, guys. I gotta, I gotta smell this. All right. Okay. Okay. So smell it first, if you will. Okay. Smelling willow. She's smelling the candle. I like the smell. Let's, wait, hold on. It's, I, just want, I just want wine tasting for the first time. They tell you how to like open up a a glass of wine, it you, you breathe in, it, you in. Inhale it in, you, you smell it and then you open it up and then you smell it again. It smells different because you can get all the, what are they called, the notes? I would have brought coffee, coffee uh, beans if I knew you were such a pro. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to surprise you with my new experience. Okay, wait. Is there a mint? I don't know what I'm smelling here, but it smells good in highbrow. Okay, so I've smelled it. Wait. What
1: well, the it? reason I brought you this one is because typically you wouldn't choose this one first, but I want to see how you feel about it through the podcast.
0: I like it. Wait, I'm going to let it burn for a bit because it might smell different than how it just did before exactly. it was burning. Oh, my God. So candle fragrances. I'm so into fragrance, like just like uh, perfumes and stuff like that. And you have your signature. You wear Byredo. Byredo. I wear Baldefreak by Byredo. I'm obsessed with your candles. I think my favorite so far is Cecil, right? Mm-hmm. And then I love, you know, it's not about them, but I do love Diptyque, Tuberos, but yours are on the level, if not better than Tuberos, Diptyque candles. Thank you. I'm not just saying that, um, but so I I haven't heard that. It's true. I know. So I want to know every (gasps) single detail because like, I want to like put a magnifying glass on your brand, who you are, where you came from, how you got to, to here, like, and we'll let that burn and we'll see what happens fragrance wise as it fills the room. Do you uh,
1: mind really quick if we talk about Eagle Woman? Oh, yeah. Oh my god, what are you talking about? I was listening to your podcast yesterday. Yeah. I just my ADD, I'm like, oh, I will have to say this before I forget. Oh, please. Um how you said that you were you called her up afterwards?
0: Yeah, where I was like you said my, my aura would be purple. It's not purple. I'm pulled outside of a Starbucks. I was and I... mad too. At Eagle Woman? Yeah. You don't went know if, to Eagle Woman? Yeah. I don't know if I
1: sent you to her or if you sent her to me. I don't know what happened, I but must I was have listening sent... to your podcast and you talking about the shaman yeah. who basically you didn't feel the experience was fulfilled.
0: I went there three times. I met her at M Cafe, so I must have told you about her or you found her on your own because that would be she something at you would do. studio, a golden was... cabinet. Golden Bridge, right? Okay, Golden Go- Golden Bridge, yeah. Cabinet.
1: But there's ah! another place that no, there's a yeah. place that was
0: in Santa Monica. That yeah. was called Golden Cabinet. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Um yeah, I remember going to it. What happened with
1: you? I just remember thinking, what a fraud. Really? Not good energy. Like not we should. I shouldn't say this. No, this yes, no, say this it. Like, no, it's not. It's your feeling. It's your experience. I just remember feeling I can't believe this person is a shaman. They just have no heart to they're just their whole ambiance and the way her delivery of the energy work and
0: all of that. How many times did you go to her? I think I went three. You <laughs> did? Oh my god! It's like, isn't it weird where you get the vibe where you're like, I think I'm being had, but I'm just gonna go like three more times. Twelve hundred dollars later, know something? Yeah. I
1: like want. I need to like go back because everyone else is experiencing yeah. this and feeling something great,
0: and I can't trust myself anyway, so I'm just gonna like put my, myself in the hands of this person. Yeah.
1: But anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: No, it was such a vulnerable experience because I remember. Remember how you do, we had you had to wait outside? Here's the process: you had to wait outside her room. She Mm -hmm. had like some lackey come out and talk to all weird, like glazed over eyes, like she's part of a cult and be like, Okay, well, write your letter of intention. And then when you're done, we'll come and get you or whatever. And I wrote like this 10-page letter of intention, everything, every type of behavior and feeling about myself and insecurity and way of life that I wanted to shed, everything I wanted to call in. It was like a letter to God. Oh my god, I was even doing that back then when I was like however old I was. And, uh, she, you, you go into the room. Eagle woman is turned away from you. Her back's away from you. It was so pretentious. So pretentious, but maybe, and so spooky and scary that I was like, oh my God, I. Well, that's intriguing. Spooky and, spooky and yeah. scary. That's intriguing. Yeah. Cause but you're
1: pretentious? like. Pretentious. No, that's not. That's, that's
0: not. That's not okay. That's not okay. She's speaking in tongues. You go in there, you get positioned a certain way with your letter of intention. Eagle woman speaking in tongues turns to you. You have to close your eyes. She stands in front of you, and then you have to do like a heart gesture of like three times in a certain direction, like to open your heart up to her or something. Give her the letter of intention. You get on a bed. I just have to tell my listeners this because you and I experienced it, but I'm just like I've forgotten all the details, and I think it's interesting. You get lay. She lays you on a bed, puts a blanket on you, sprays you in the face with holy water, speaks in tongues. All of a sudden, I'm like weeping about You're my father. I'm <laughs> paying for this. Yeah, I'm like crying about my dad. It was expensive, too. It was like $400. Yeah. Yeah, so like $1,200 later for the both of us. Like how bad were our lives if but, we could just afford to drop $1,200?
1: But maybe the fact that we're even talking about this right now, that it had some sort of service. Profound
0: <laughs> effect, yeah. yeah. Oh, because that's when I was dating an ex-boyfriend who had an ex-girlfriend he was living with. He had a girlfriend when I first met him. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I'm trying to piece this together. His name rhymes with Reremiah. Yes. So, okay. I was, so he had a girlfriend. when I, Okay, so I dated Real him. sly, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's hard being this cool. Uh, I, met, I dated him when I was a teenager for like a year. We had a long-distance relationship when he, we were both very young. He came back into my life when I was in my early 30s to check in on me. We went out for dinner. We kind of fell in love immediately. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I have a girlfriend. We're in a bad place. We still live together, but like we are together. And so I remember I was working through, he finally broke up with her, but I remember working through that with Eagle Woman. And Eagle Woman was like, The man you're with, there's like a a woman with ties to him, and she's putting a psychic spell on you, and you've got to imagine yourself protected in light. Cut the cord, cut the cord. Cut the cord. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so fun. This is everything I wanted our podcast to be right now. This is so great. And also, I want to talk about the fact that that guy in Empire
1: apparently. (gasps) I wanted to talk about that too. I can't believe it. I need to talk about that. He got fired. I also need
0: to talk about Jordan Woods and making out with Tristan. Huh? Chloe making out oh, Tristan, Chloe's baby yes. daddy. And that's and Kylie's. She was like her little sister. I can't believe this. There and are two things I did
1: want to talk about. I yeah. mean, I, you guys, I have a candle company. Yeah. You can get it at American Rag. You can yeah. get it online. We're online. You can get it at Andy LeCompte salon. Oh, you can? You can get it at the
0: Ark Shop. What? All these lovely, very, very beautiful places. Very cool, highbrow places that'll make you feel really good about yourself and being a part of a a cool identity. Wait. uh, Yeah, amazing candles, but what what I came here to talk about Mm -hmm. is
1: Jussie and Jordan. It's
0: Jussie what? Smollett or something? Jussie something or other from Empire where he was involved in a hate crime, but then it turns out... That he staged it. He staged it. What? And I've heard from multiple sources, read all these articles because I was like, I don't want to believe this. If I believe it's that he tragic. staged the thing, I was like, that makes me racist because like hate crimes do definitely happen. And I'm not going to think, I thought it was like the man trying to be like, this man wasn't involved in a hate crime. Uh, he staged it. I thought, I'm not going to believe that. That's really negative. Fuck that. No way, man.
1: How could you do such a disservice to a state like where we're actually there's things moving ahead, right? You, can you not hear me? No, I can't. Okay. I was trying where, to do code. Where like, there's like, <laughs> movements that are, wor- like, they're actually making an impact. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because, it,
0: yeah, it does such a disservice to all the people who are experiencing hate crimes and that horrible shit yeah. that really does happen. So, yeah, I didn't want to believe it. And then now it's in the, in the news that it's like, yes, in fact, he staged his own hate crime. And I heard... He rehearsed it? There's so he many He did dumb- not. Okay, there's so many dumb
1: things. No. Are One, we? Are, he, re- he rehearsed it He
0: rehearsed it. We're two white to, girls talking about this. Isn't this not allowed? Shouldn't we even let... We should just believe that it was a hate crime anyway because hasn't he been through enough anyway? Let him stage his own hate crime. No. No? Is that wrong what I said? No. Okay, keep going. You're right. What he did was wrong.
1: It was absolutely, I was absolutely wrong. wrong. I was just still trying he to be loving it. and understanding. Also, did you know that he was in a play that was... He was mimicking a play that he was in... Fuck off! I swear to God, he was in a or play where somebody staged a hate crime. Where yes, he's like this is a and great so idea. How does he think that someone's going to see the director of the play yeah. isn't going to see this? I think it was a Tony Award-winning play, or maybe maybe that's a good like alibi. Like somebody saw him in the play, and I then don't think it ever. I think he just did a, dra- uh, a dress not rehearsal? dress rehearsal, but like a table read. I don't know that he actually yeah did it in front of an audience. Yeah, performed it, but he had it. Had taken this play and mimicked the entire incident, and
0: that's when he did that. Oh my god, I heard it's because he is he was so boring, or so, or he was going to be written off the show or something that he wanted to make himself. I'm using the word martyr, but isn't martyr when somebody dies for a cause he, or whatever? Sorry, I don't even know what martyr means properly, so I'm not going to try to throw it in there. I just did anyway. <laughs> my mistake, uh, I'm just a bonehead sometimes, but um, yeah. So, oh yeah, but I heard he's going to be written off the show. Oh, for and, sure. But before, and that's why he did that. No, I heard he was going to be, but now he now he's been fired. How about be a better actor and get another job? How embarrassing. I mean, he was actually a good actor. I I used to watch that yeah. show. But how embarrassing also that this all happened because everybody on Instagram was like all these amazing powerful people were like we stand with you in solidarity. This is fucked. Oh my god. You know, brother, I love you. All these things. It's like a movie. Like if we saw this in a movie, well, I guess it was in a play. You would barely believe it. But it's like this whole joke was played on, like, and on, on, like the Twitterverse and the Instagram world. It just gives me anxiety. It's so sickening because it's like we got, we all got caught up in the thing where it's like something bad happened that we thought was something that it it didn't end up being, and then the whole aftermath is just so embarrassing. Where it's like because nowadays you have to. Talk about what side you're on or or like comment on what's going on in the news on Instagram or well, people I just have to think there's such a point in society
1: right now where we're looking for not we're looking, but if there's something that we could come together on and agree that love needs to prevail and be more prominent than hate and fear and tragedy, then let's come together and do that. which is great. So he was trying to make a platform to make a stance for this. Like he was saying like, this happened to me. All, he said, I'm a changed man. I'll never be the same again. Like, he was so troubled by it. So all these people come forward with love in their hearts yeah. to try and, you know, say, it's okay, we're here, we stand with you. And now and then like, he did that? That's not that's not cool. Yeah. It just it, it's it, a big t- makes me sick. So anyway, this candle I have called Cecil, <laughs> mm-hmm. this one's your
0: favorite, right? It is my favorite. But then we have to talk about the Kylie... Uh, Tristan. Well, let's talk a little about the candle and jump back into it. Okay. We'll go candle pop culture. Candle pop culture. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, yeah, but how did you even decide to do Rookski? Because you had a company. So you were like a, war, you're a wardrobe designer? I was a wardrobe stylist and a costume designer. Um, for And tell us about all your... You've done so many cool things. Aren't you responsible for the lightning bolt on Sex and the City that Carrie I Bradshaw am. wears? Actually,
1: all of them wore white trash charms. White trash charms was my my uh, company when it still is my company but um white trash charms is a jewelry company and
0: is, it was it's white trash charms a slur after that episode of beverly of real housewives of beverly hills when when somebody calls like ramona or somebody calls another real housewife of new york white trash and then the instagram and twitter went crazy because they're like you can't say that white trash no because instagram wasn't is it on? Oh, it is on. I'm just saying. Whenever I do this, Instagram, show, it means put it butt to your mouth. I don't want to miss any of the gold. Instagram
1: and Twitter were not around when White Trash Charms started. Yeah. White Trash Charms started in 2000s. And how I got the name, I every company that I've ever had, I've never meant to fall into that career. It's just happened. It's unfolded. And it's been beautiful. And White Trash Charms is the first time that happened for me. Um, I was a wardrobe stylist, and I was on a David LaChapelle job. Ooh. The photographer, David LaChapelle, was shooting Ryan Phillippe, who I was like so in love with. I'm oh like, god. oh my god, he's so hot. Was he with Reese Witherspoon? No, no, no. Was he? he was single. He was single then. Yeah, and I had made a lightning bolt necklace for my own photo shoot. Wait, I'm getting a note of
0: pair. There is of, no
1: pear oh. in the candle that's currently burning. God
0: damn! I tried. Okay, I was just saying it wafted my way. Keep going. Okay, apple. But do you like it? I love it. I am just trying to like if a note just came into one of my nostrils. So I was like, I is think, it apple? No apple. Cinnamon? Palisanto? Mm-hmm. No mint. Anyway, get back to your boring story. Okay. Just
1: kidding. <laughs> All right. So white trash charm. Okay, I am on set. David Lachapelle. Ryan Phillippe. is Philippe. shooting Ryan Phillippe, and um, I had. Worn a necklace that I'd made for another photo shoot. Just a one off, no big deal. Like I wasn't planning on doing anything with this lightning bolt. But Dave LeChapelle walked by me and he took it off my neck. And he put it on Ryan Philippi oh and basically stripped him of his clothes until he was wearing a Speedo. So he's in nothing but a Speedo and my lightning bolt necklace. Classic La Chapelle. And it, yes, and it um, becomes the cover of the magazine. Which magazine? Flaunt magazine Oh, my God. And the inside uh, editorial as well. So the magazine called me up and said, what is your company's name? We're crediting your necklace. And I was on the phone with them. I had no company. There was nothing of the sort. And I just said, white trash charms. Because I figured irony was actually not trendy at that point. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> In fashion. Like, yeah. people weren't wearing T-shirts that had slogans on them. So I thought it was funny to say white trash charms. Because they were $500 necklaces. Yeah. But white trash. So then I had a company. Yeah. And I made more charms, oh my God, And so then it became on the it got on the cover of Italian Vogue within three months. who was wearing it on Italian Vogue? just a <laughs> model a model was wearing it with I those ju- all my jewelry, and Steven Mizel shot it. oh my God, and it was called Street Style was the issue and then I, I had a career and then sex in the city happened, and all the girls Pat fields. Uh, used my necklaces on all the girls. That's the costume designer of Sex and the City, for those of you who don't know what we're talking Iconic, about. Iconic, amazing costume designer. And, yeah, then I had a company and then I had a store. And, <laughs> and didn't Gwen Stefani wear your stuff? Well, I used to style Gwen and I would style No Doubt. And actually, full circle, I did a couple David LaChapelle jobs where I styled No Doubt. But um, Gwen had these knuckle rings that I made that became pretty, pretty f- well known for her uh, fashion sense. They were rock steady. They were rock steady knuckle rings, and they mimicked her album font. Oh my god! Yeah. So. So how? And then you had a boutique. I had
0: a boutique in Los Feliz in California, and you remember Acoustic Sundays? Oh. Those were the best. So you, yeah, you would host these. You'd ho, you'd host Acoustic Sundays at your spot at your boutique, uh, and you'd have uh, photo shows. Mm-hmm. And like Alex Prager, her show. first show ever was at my uh, office, and she is one of the most successful photographers currently in the world. Like her photos go for like I don't know like a g- gajillion dollars. Um, so she was one of your first photo shoots at your uh, photo shoots at your uh, no, art shows. She, I she, I would have art shows. She was one of your first art shows at your boutique, and then acoustic Sundays, bands like War Paint played. You also hosted some like Maroon Five played. Maroon Five, Father John Misty didn't he play at one of your like a party? Oh, that was my house party for White Trash. Still charms. connected to White Trash charms. Though, yeah, still. You always have
1: your finger on the pulse and all these. like... She wants revenge. Ben Lee. Um, Ryan Adams, just Z- kidding Berg, Michael Runyon, <laughs> Todd Weisenbaker uh, Oh, Simon Dawes was our house band Oh, really? That's, I totally forgot that they were in high school And they were our house band What we would do is I would have these events where Like, it was only friends of friends could come and it was invite only and we would turn the lights down low and all the bands would play unplugged. Yeah. Even though we called it acoustic they were actually technically playing plugged in. They were plugged in. Right? Were plugged in. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. And there were drum sets it was, and then I would make cookies and people would bring their own wine and
0: oh we would just God. sit on the floor and it was the it was the best. Oh so Dawes used to be called Simon Dawes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah and then they dropped the Simon and then it was just Dawes and then Taylor Goldsmith went on to marry Mandy Moore the ex-wife of uh, infamous Ryan Adams. Oh God! Didn't I tell you about my experience with him? I mean, refresh my memory. I guess I, this is when I talk about it. Yeah, this l- is when l- I like, t- refresh <laughs> my
1: memory, please. <laughs> I'll remember it, but I
0: don't right now. This is a very layered episode. I love it. We've got our friendship already. We talking about we're talking about friendship. Uh, cool thing about the candles. pop culture. <laughs> we are burning currently burning a candle. We talked about the candle. We'll get to the candles. Uh, we're going to get to the evolution of when the candles came to be and stuff. But uh, wait, what's the website where we can get them too?
1: Rooksky R-U-K-S-K-E dot com. And
0: uh, Ryan Adams. Let's talk about Ryan Adams. What There's like a ghost at my door. Do you like my plant, by the way? The studio? I love your plant. The in-studio plant, a.k.a. my apartment. Um, You should do a whole corner of plants. I should. This is my first plant. My birthday plant. I just don't want to kill it. Alexi has a beautiful new plant in the corner of her room. It's a cheese plant. Thank you for being so supportive of my plant, Brooke. Okay, this is what happened. So years ago years ago somebody reaches out to me on Facebook a friend of Ryan Adams and I actually screen grabbed it recently this was like in 2011 or 2012 like the like new year's eve 2011 so this guy emails me he's like oh hey no this is totally weird Ryan Adams is a fan of yours and he wanted to know if you wanted to like record some kind of like weird punk st- like uh, pop punk album thing. You don't really have to sing, but you could just speak because he how likes long your podcast. Ago 20, 2011 or twenty twelve, like okay. New Year's Eve twenty eleven. Okay, so I write back and I'm like, oh my god, I, I'm such a fan of Ryan Adams. I really respect him because like so many of my ex boyfriends loved Ryan yeah. Adams, whiskey and, biscuit, yeah, or, they just right or, oh, whiskey town, whiskey. Town ta- I can't remember what it's called, but there's like a song called Winding Wheel. I don't know. All these guys that I used to adore and date used to love Ryan Adams, so I ended up loving Ryan Adams because like that's how I. Learned who I was, I guess, or, or got taste <laughs> or something or whatever, and I'd be like, well, if, you know, if the guy I'm having sex with likes some and I want him to like me, I'm gonna like what he likes. But uh, anyway, so Ryan Adams gets under my skin. I'm aware of his music, so when I get this email saying Ryan Adams wants to meet me, I have I have a profound respect for him. This seems neat. Uh, I want to, you know, I, I, and I love singing. He would, drinks a lot, right? I think he was sober. He was oh. sober, which is even weird because it's like a more of a control thing. I, I knew he was married to Mandy Moore, so I thought, okay, like, I don't want to do anything sexual with him, but I'm flattered that the shaggy-haired rock star wants anything to do with me. This is going to be yeah. neat. We're going to make some kind of cool thing. So I go to his studio, and he tells me what the project is, and his friends are there, and there are other people there, but quickly those people leave... And we start recording a song, and we're talking, and I'm very, like, insecure because, and terrified because Ryan Adams is, like, this huge presence. He, I'm, like, spinning. I'm spinning because he's, like, so charming and putting all this attention on me and being really flattering, but he's just, like, this overwhelming presence. So we record a song. Oh, my God, we're podcasting. Anyway.
1: Exclusive. Exclusive.
0: That's the jargon we use around here, and Brooke knows because she listens to the podcast, and she's one of my best friends. Anyway, um... Long story longer. I mean, I do want to wrap this up, this Ryan Adams story. But we make a song together. He's like, we should start a band. We're going to be in a band. We got to come up with band names. He's like, so it turns into this like musical project. I'm like, I'm a creative person. Like, and I've secretly wanted to be a musician my whole life. Yeah, like, I could, I could have a solo project. <laughs> totally. I would leave not- there. Just <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, I was like, wow, I can't believe like I've been plucked from obscurity. Like, you know some people are discovered at banks Ah, (laughs) ah! I'm discovered at Ryan Adams yeah I can't believe it I was like wow I can't believe he really sees and knows my my musical talent because like honestly like anyway my mom's a musician I've always dated musicians because I thought like and I'd make music with my my, she's basically saying if there's any producers out there she's still available I'm up for grabs you guys (laughs) I am available and I'm very youthful and I've got a lot of uh, you know anyway um, hidden talents just you wait okay so we're making music oh my god she just pulled out her lyric book oh god <laughs> I didn't she's fibbing but uh so we're working together and he's like he's like uh, do you have a boyfriend because like no boyfriends are allowed at the studio and I'm like and I did have a boyfriend and I was like wait he said that yeah and I was like okay and you know and no, it, boyfriends no boyfriends are allowed at the studio and he'd also invited oh a girlfriend god. of ours who's in a band that I won't speak I don't want to speak for her but she Stucky just got he Mm, no. Okay. Uh, well, a girl whose name starts with an S, and our friend whose name starts with a J, who had just been married, he actually yes. reached out to yes. her to and said, and she brought her husband, and he was complaining to me that this girl brought her husband because he thought that was like, you know, not conducive to a creative experience. I'm but it's
1: so sick to my stomach by but, hearing
0: that. But I just put him on a pedestal because I thought, wow, this wizard master genius who who like recognizes my talent. We're gonna make some cool art together. And then it quickly turns into, like, he never sends me the song. It starts being less and less about music. He just wants to talk all the time. He's being flirty. He's being inappropriate. How long did this go on? It went on for, like, maybe just months. But I stopped hanging out with him because the vibe was too weird. And I was like, listen, you're married. And I think I had broken up with my boyfriend because that was already on the rocks anyway. But I was like, listen, you're married. Are we making music or what is this about? This is so confusing and weird. Um... I'm like, and I don't mess around with married men. And you're married to a really incredible woman. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to do that. I'm really into, like, making our project. This is about our band. Like, it was, like, so weird. He just did such a number on my head. It was, like, such a weird psychological, like, manipulation weird thing. And then, but then he would say things like, and by the way, if this story is boring, this No, I'm me. just wondering. Like, it's just so would, confusing. He was, well, he would be like, he would text me, like, a hundred times a day and like be like, what are you doing? It's just like intense, like nonstop texting. And then he would be like, I know we can't be together. I'm married. But like, if I weren't married, would you love me? Would you be my girlfriend? And I was like, why are you asking me? This is so inappropriate. Like, what the fuck? Like, stop. Like, and stop texting me so much. This is crazy. Also, how old was he at this point? Like 40 something, I think. Oh boy. And I was just like, so I had to just like shut it down finally where I'm like, okay, no music stuff is happening. This has all been a sham, all been a lie. You're being completely inappropriate. You're married to a really incredible woman. You're doing my head in because you're fucking with me. Because he, like, lavished me with, like, attention, compliments. How did you end it? well, 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 and a big part of me was, like, oh, my God, he loves me. Is this, like, special for me? Does he have, like, real feelings for me? And, like, this is just some kind of, like, French film we're living in. And, like, he really does love me. And we're stuck in this weird situation where, like, you know... Does he really want to leave his wife for me? Like, I'm not going to do that. But I was like, I was like, does he love me? Or is this all an ego narcissist, weird mind control, mind fuck thing? Anyway, I eventually got, he was texting me hundreds of times and I was ignoring him and finally I called him up and hoping like he was in front of his wife I called him up to just shake him out of his behavior and I went how do I not remember this this was so many years ago I don't know but it did my head and I called him and I went stop fucking calling me lose my number and he went oh my god You're, you're being crazy like he tried to gaslight me I went stop stop texting me I can't take it cause it was like beep 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 it was like are there similar stories in the news yeah. in the news right now that A- came out that everything are like yours? I everything I went through the mind manipulation the psychological abuse like the weird like like he would like threaten suicide to other girls he may have threatened suicide to me but it was just always like he got intense dropped, infatuation. Oh, he did. Yeah, there was something about a fourteen-year-old girl. Oh, yeah, he was like he was doing this with a million-year-old fourteen-year-old girl. girl. I heard. I listened to a podcast that about uh, the story that the people at the New York Times did, and like about all the. It was just it's, so. It's a pattern of behavior, and all the girls said the same thing. That's why when I read it, I went, "Oh my god!" Like I put the blame on me, being like, "How was I so stupid? Like, how did I?" Put up with this weird behavior for so long. Why did I get so weirdly manipulated? And like, I can't even explain the mind fuck that he because he would like make it about the music. So I thought, and then he'd take it away, and then he'd be weird and inappropriate the way he talked to me. But then if I said, "Are you being weird and appropriate?" Like inappropriate, he'd be like, "What? What are you talking about? No, sit with the music." Have you run into him? No, since? but then no, I haven't. But when I heard he got divorced, I was like, "Thank God." they're not together anymore because he's a she fucking monster yeah. yeah she's like a god and now she's married to taylor goldsmith from dawes who is he's such a great guy who is the most wonderful guy so talented but the thing is when i read this story it was more like uh and i will throw it back to you after this chunky chunk of Ryan adams bullshit i just thought uh oh my god it made it, made it all come up for me again the weird i anyway and then it made me go Oh my God, so many other girls, the way they described it is exactly how I felt. It was just, he left you spinning. It was just like, just psychologically abusive and confusing and such a whirlwind and like just mean and manipulative. Like, anyway, does any of this make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you, you needed to get it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but I feel like, I feel like it was so weird and psychological that it's hard to even explain what happened. Anyway. And I feel guilty. I feel guilty that I had anything to do with this
1: well, you, creep. It's I mean, you were probably really excited about the music. You wanted to hear the song.
0: I was flattered by somebody you were I flattered. respect. Yeah. And
1: you didn't you weren't doing anything wrong.
0: I didn't make out with them. I didn't have sex with them. I should have said that earlier. Like none but, of that. But happened. I think maybe
1: deep down listening to you now, hearing you talk about it now, deep down you did know that there was something there was an agenda there was an agenda and you just didn't want to look at it maybe
0: yeah and i felt like oh this is so annoying because if i were a guy that he reached out to and went hey you're cool like you're a creative person want to make a cool project together that would be cool and that would be what happens but when you're a woman no girlfriends allowed no girlfriend all of a sudden it's like <laughs> okay i'm a girl so like why does there have to be this like guy's undercurrent a he's, yeah he's just he's not yeah. not a good guy. And when I instinctually picked up on the fact that it's like, oh, he has, he only has ulterior motives yeah, you and this ended isn't it. about the music. But when I picked up on that, I wanted to stifle because I was like, no, come on. Like, I I, I wanted to be about something. Like, gosh, I don't want to just be reduced to didn't a woman. You it to be a cliche of yeah. like,
1: oh, this is the guy that's actually using the music to get the girl.
0: Yeah, because it made me feel worthless and I wanted to feel, like, special. Because I am special and I do have talent and I did want to do a cool thing. And also... At the end of all of it, it just made me go, oh, I never want to try to make music again because I really have no talent and nobody will ever believe in me and it's not a real thing and I shouldn't... Anyway, it made me not want to make music as a hobby anymore and also made me not never believe... Never say never. Never say... Well, that's, I'm just saying my experience with him, oh. it just made me get think like, oh, it was all a sham anyway that maybe I could do that. Anyway, and then also it made me not believe in marriage. It made me not Wait,
1: believe Ryan in- Adams, that experience made you not believe in marriage? It made me not believe oh, in men's of fidelity. Oh, was
0: with it made Mandy me f- Moore. Yeah, it just made me feel like like oh, men can't be trusted because this guy how has do such you an feel amazing wife now. Oh, now I just want to get married because I'm madly in love with my my boyfriend, but uh and he's a really good man. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, but that did uh, sour me on like believing and having faith in Can you men. imagine if someone gets
1: proposed to and the girl's like, you know what, Ryan Adams really ruined this for me. I <laughs>
0: know! Oh my God! He really put a damper on the. <laughs> I, you know, I cannot accept this. Yeah, he, he just did my head in, and he soured it for both of us now. But uh, yeah, that would be unfortunate. But oh my God! Can we talk about Colt for one second? Colt, Colton, Colton, yeah. Colton from The Bachelor. He's Colt to me. I did. Oh, he's Colt to you. And I hope the Ryan Adams thing made sense. Yeah, it did. Of did course, it? it did. I hope I landed that properly because I haven't mentioned that in an intro because I never feel like I explain it well enough, and it's just this rigmarole of like me rambling and. And I also take on all the responsibility and the blame because I feel guilty still for having anything to do with him. You didn't do anything though. But I'm a girl's girl, and I'm pro Mandy Moore, and I always like felt like bad and like disgusted and thinking she's a goddess. Why would anybody seek to be with anybody else but her yeah. when they when you're married to her? Anyway. Anyway, but uh, yes, Colton, Bachelor,
1: or we can talk about the candles. Let's talk about the candles. Let's talk
0: about the candles, then we'll talk about Colton. So, how did Rookski come to be? Okay, so. That was a lot.
1: White, what, the Ryan Adams thing? Yeah. But it's good. I actually meant to call you and ask you about it anyway.
0: Okay, good. Well, we're doing it (laughs) live.
1: Okay, so I had White Trash Charms for... since 2000, the year 2000, and about. Well, actually, let me. So, the third. Like, 2003, I made a candle um, for White Trash Charms. And it was our signature candle, and it was coveted. It was... Oh,
0: yeah. Remember? Yes, and yeah. you made matches, too.
1: Yeah. I still have those matches. I have boxes and boxes of those matches. So highbrow. If anyone needs a White Trash Charms match set, mm-hmm. I got it. I'll take them. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I made this candle. I've always loved perfume. I've always loved scent. I've always... Um, Bought Candles and perfumes And oils and I mix things together It's just it's an innate Thing that I've had I've always been Attracted to uh, perfume So I made a candle by Combining perfumes That I used to wear I like layered Different oils on and I Had a company make a candle But the candle to make A candle With The type of, um, to have a candle made professionally, you have to do a minimum. And the minimum was like 2,500 candles. Oh, really? Yeah. So I made 2,500 candles of this uh, beautiful scent called Bianca, which is now actually in Rookski. Oh, so your White Trash charms candle? I moved it over. Oh, yeah. I was
0: going to say, I was actually what thinking happened, that you should. Yeah.
1: What happened, again, I never meant to do candles for a living. That was not something that I thought I was going to have as a career. But what happened is when I had this candle, it was so beautiful and so moving. Like I loved it. Everyone loved it. People talked about it. Yeah. Zberg was always like, when are you going to do that candle again? Yeah. That's like the best candle I've ever smelled in my life. And, and I've always I've heard people when they say this That they miss that candle So about three and a half years ago I decided I wanted to recreate that candle Because I didn't have any more of them And I could not stop thinking about that Bianca candle So I That's went a good to name. Thank you so I went to a manufacturer that I was referred to, a different one, that did lower uh, minimums. It didn't have to be 2500 and I walk in there and I say, hi, I need to recreate this candle. I think I can still get the oil from the old company. Can you help me with that? And he looks at me and he's like, you're not going to do a candle. And I go, what? He said, you're not going to do a candle. You're gonna do a line of candles. Oh my god! And I went, what? I am. And he's like, you're gonna have a candle company. And I went, okay. So then I started. I got a perfumer, this lovely um, girl named Sinai. Oh, she does uh, Father John Misty's. She does a bunch of uh, signature candles for people. I have Father John Misty's fragrance. Uh, yeah, it's on my
0: yeah. Sanai is a perfumer for for that. Oh wow! So wait, so when you say perfumer. What She's does she my she do?
1: She blends and I tell her what I want, like the feel, the smell of the candle that I'm looking for, the scent. And she, you know, is like a chemist. She combines like all these different scents together and and you see which one you like and some develop different and the other one, like a little you take away from this. It's it's a whole experience. And it takes about like six months. It does? Yeah, for a scent. I mean, sometimes longer. For me, it's longer. Like I change my mind, I have to sit on it.
0: But um, but how does it, you go in there for how many hours and how many visits over the period of six months, let's say? You're, you're coming up with the the smell, the oil for the smell, right? Yeah. She, it's an oil, first, you form the oil? Well, we change, so I'm not your... Typical
1: um, client. You're, so like, you're specific, you know? I'm specific. I know what I want. I'm also a designer and a stylist. So I have taken my sense of styling and moved it over to candles. To fragrances, so yeah. So it's like I'm taking materials and putting them together and like weaving it with this and threading it with that. It's That's how I see my line of candles is kind of like it's, it's also why I have a candle vessel that's a black jar that has no label on it. Because I wanted it to be like the little black dress that can sit in any aesthetic. Oh my you god! I didn't know that's why you did that. Yeah, that's incredible. I didn't, I didn't want it to be screaming a label and a name and and about that. I wanted the scent to carry on the entire mood. And it's
0: androgynous.
1: I love it. It's, it's androgynous. Like, it's so and great. It's simple and it's chic and um
0: it could sit anywhere, but. You were saying, I feel like I just so you, went. Oh, no, so, so you go to. I said, How many visits and how many hours are is every visit? Let's say for six months. Let's say it takes you six months to create the oil with Sinai. Mm-hmm. So, what is a session? I'm just like breaking it down. Well, like she then she, she would. making work, for dum dums.
1: Yeah, me. and then she would work on the scent and the perfume for that, like, let's say a week. And then I would come in. And w- she would say, this is what I've created. And then I would say, okay, but I think it's more like, can we do this? And then uh, she you know, has all her oils out, and I'll tell her, I like this, I like this, I like this. And then she's like, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. And then somehow it always evolves into a completely different uh, sense yeah. than what I originally had Gone there for. Wait, then how many candles do you have in the Rookski line? There's nine right now. There's two that are being um, created, fabricated right now. Oh my god! So nine. That means nine times hanging out with Sinai making an oil. Well, I did. I or did somebody? some with Sinai, and then some I did on my own. Mm. I would go to my uh, candle manufacturer, and he has oils, and I do the kind of what Sinai does, but with uh, his stuff. And that was the guy
0: who originally said, you're going to start a candle Yeah, line. which is
1: so funny. Like, it's such a small world. It's such an interesting... I love things like this that happen. I don't know if you know this, but um, do you know my friend Christiana? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I've met her. She got married to the handsome man, and we are yes, all at the party. Alex. So, so, it's such an interesting... This This whole story makes me so happy. I just believe in things happen for a reason. And... Remember, a friend had told me, go to this candle manufacturer. So drive out to the candle manufacturer, and um, he tells me, you're going to have a candle company line, a brand. I'm like, okay. I'd say I've been working with him for about a year and a half, and him and his wife have an Instagram account. So they added me on Instagram, don't think anything of it. I go into their office one day and I'm like, hey, how are you doing today? And he looks at me and he goes, so you know Christiana? And I went, I'm sorry, what? I'm i am like looking around. I'm like, I don't understand. How do you know that I'm friends with Christiana? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. And he goes, she's my cousin. So for the entire year and a half that I had worked with my manufacturer... My really good friend is cousins with the manufacturer, but she never thinks. Oh, I wonder if Brooke is working with my manufacturer. Oh my, my god, my uh, uh, my cousin. How
0: did you even discover him
1: to begin with? He saw that I had gone to her wedding on Instagram. You no, know what I mean. How did you even find him if it wasn't through your friend? I found him through. Um, Another friend who has a store and she has a candle company yeah. and a candle
0: line through her company. But everybody's just connected anyway. So it's just
1: so like, yeah, meant but to it's be. really, That's crazy rar- that,
0: that she's one of your best girlfriends. We're all
1: having dinner on Sunday night at their house. That's like, insane. My boyfriend, me, her, her husband, yeah. and uh, my manufacturer and his wife. Well, so he says, well, keep going. So it's just so interesting yeah. to me that it this, had to happen this way. Yeah. yeah. Not, he, it's, he's like family now. It's so nice when things are like, uh, I don't know, when they evolve naturally when they're like, I don't know. Oh, and also when I walked in there, the first time that I walked in there, I saw a candle box that said ALC. Which is ALC Clothing, which is the brand that um, I used to design their jewelry for, The yeah. costume jewelry line. Andrea Lieberman? Andrea Lieberman. I actually used to assist her back in the day yeah. during Puff Daddy J-Lo days. Really? Yeah. And Are you there,
0: responsible for the green dress that was on? Andrea open? is. I was the assistant. I was working on that job. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's like what made her career. It's like not even her singing or her uh, acting ability. Yeah. It was just that dress moment. So when I walked in there, yeah. I knew
1: when I saw that box that said ALC, that you're meant to be there. Yeah, I was like, oh. I go, hey, how do you have ALC here? He's like, oh, we just did a um, collaboration for them. I went, I'm at the right place. Yeah,
0: it's a natural evolution. All these like-minded people. It's just like, yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, He says, you're starting this candle line. You're like, okay. I thought it was going to be Bianca, Yeah, but again, now we're doing the like, whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... How long does this take? Where are you at now with it? And like, what are all the scents? I know I'm like throwing a lot at you, but I want to know all the details. Okay, so for
1: th- it took about three years to develop. The scents alone were just like, you, it's just such... Creating the smells took that long. Yeah, because then you have to... Fa- once you get them, once you find the smell you like, you have to get it fabricated from a, a, an oil a fragrance house. What do you mean? What does that mean? It means they take your oil that you're like, this is this is my perfume. Mm-hmm. I want you to replicate it
0: in candle form.
1: No, in an oil. Oh. Then you have to buy 25 pounds
0: of the oil. It's like a whole thing. That's what I'm interested in. Okay, so wait. You get the little vial of so oil. So you have a little vo- you're like, vial. You're like, this is the smell. I have made the smell. This it's is a fucking rook-ski. miracle. This yeah. is a miracle. This is Rookski's smell. Okay. Then you take it
1: to the... You're to the manufacturer, and the manufacturer sends it out to the
0: fragrance house, and they have to duplicate it. It's a perfume manufacturer. Is it manufacturer it's perfume, or manu- manufacturer? a perfume manufacturer. Manufacturer. Okay. Perf- this, a, a, this is fragrance and candle making for dum-dums. I'm the dum-dum, so thank you for bearing with me. Keep going. It's
1: a, it's a whole thing because the fragrance takes about two months for them to replicate, and then when you get it back, there might be a note in there. That's that wrong. isn't like the heart of it. So you're like, oh, I need this to be more of the heart or I need this to be the base or this needs to be the top because there's top notes, mid
0: notes, and the base. And this is the same as if a perfume and candles are the same. Like it's like yeah, you all- smell the candle and then it burns and it smells maybe a different way like we we're talking about. Or, mm-hmm. And same with when you have a perfume and you put it on your body, the way your body reacts to it, everyone's different. And when you smell it in the container... And then when you put it, on what am I saying? This is Willow, the candle that's burning right now. Oh, you have the oil. So you're yeah. so lucky. You can wear your
1: own candle fragrances because well, you have the oils. Yeah, because I'm doing a, send, I'm doing oils next. Oh, you are.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna release the oils that go with the candles. Oh my God. Well, so, okay, so you have to figure... Okay, so they replicate the thing. You've got to see how the oil is on, like the notes of it, and when it dries down, like how that smells compared to like when it's first put on. Yeah, first
1: I do it with the candles and I see how it burns. Okay. And sometimes the wax doesn't...
0: Is this boring for people? No, I love it. Well, I mean, just... <laughs> Will you <laughs> give me the highlights you think are most sometimes, interesting? I'm
1: fascinated. Because sometimes to start a line. the wax um, and the fragrance and the wick all combine together. They don't burn... The way that you want them to burn. Sometimes I had this one scent that um, me and I worked on, and it never came to fruition because it would not even burn why because why? the oil was so dark. And there's nothing you can do. Like sometimes there's just combinations that that need to be altered, or it's not worth it to work on them so much.
0: Wow. Yeah, like it,
1: it's a whole thing.
0: This is so exciting. I like the process. Is like. It's so cool the process of it. Yeah, and, it's and so then sexy. there's the wicks. Sometimes
1: you do a thinner wick, and it burns. It's all the way that the chemicals burn
0: with all the components. And are there different types of wicks to choose from? There are different types of wicks. Not, not just with, but what they're made out of. Are they always. Yeah, this they? one's cotton? I use cotton wicks. You use cotton. My Brooke says cotton. Oh, yeah. I for, I don't. You're so my, cute. I know, I but it's like the sexy, like, girlish thing, but it's like I had to call it out because if I didn't, people would be like, did you just say cotton? Um, yes. I just can't how, believe I just did that on a podcast. It's sexy and cute. It's very girlish, but it's like, it's something I've always like, you say that about, you know, you say D instead of T's. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I do that with everything. Um, so sometimes they're not cotton. Sometimes they're... What else? What other kind of wicks? And is this I've like, only used the cotton. Okay. You say it however you want to say it. Let's I mean, talk I'm, about the packaging, though, because oh yeah. that's my favorite. Oh, my God. So, so you got, you're, we're talking oil to wax, wick choices, the candle container, and then the packaging. Which, which Jesus took me Christ. two years. It did. And
1: two different designers...
0: And this is a whole separate place. You got the whole separate
1: place because as I'm used to working on CAD as a designer, as a jewelry designer, I'm used to working on the computer. What's CAD? CAD is a computer software which is like a
0: it makes things 3D and they actually Uh, can print out. Of course, there's a leaf blower going by, but that's uh, you know again adding texture to the show. So real street cool, uh, you know. Anyway, so I can I can design on CAD
1: with a CAD. Designer um, next to me. Yeah, where in my brain I know exactly what line I want to be sketched out, etc. So I'm used to sitting with someone because I cannot, for the life of me, sketch. Okay. But I, in my head, I know exactly how it looks. So you sit with... That's like a, so I'm when a, very
0: untraditional. That's like what a director, you know, filmmaker sits in with the editor because they know how they want it they to be. They know exactly how they want and it, so And yeah. the two people work together. So you're sitting... You, you know what you want. You know how to use CAD. You sit with the designer, though. So
1: I'm used to sitting with a CAD designer who, like, for years... Like, I have a, a couple CAD designers. They... I work so well with them. So... With designing boxes and packaging, I can't sit with the designer. Oh,
0: why? Because they, they work solo. They're like, get out of here. They They're like, get the fuck out of here. Out of here. Oh
1: god, they cannot. Like it is. It's like I come over. I'm I'm very. Um, You're like, good morning. Brought you coffee. and I like, <laughs> I'll just, I'll be like, oh, this material. I I like come in with like a luggage of. Bags of things that I I'm trying to explain how to convey How I see it even though it has nothing It's just a box with font on it I love this And I'll bring like tons of font books And be like these ones from Woodstock And I I would try and explain What I'm looking for And finally The best way that I could explain it was I just want the White Album Oh my god I said I just want the White Album Just give me White packaging, clean font, and let's call it a day. Because like, I'm like, that's how I see it. So that's how we came up with the packaging, is that it's, it's my white album. Oh, and I'll Insta story all this later, or take photos. Or it's just- very simple, minimal, and um, it's, it's very unisex.
0: Oh, my God. Well, what oh. are the names of all the fragrances, and, and what, what are... Uh, wait, and are all the fonts now all identical?
1: Yeah, there because was a point when you I was playing
0: around where I had, like
1: I was saying, I was at Woodstock and I was looking at um, Jimi Hendrix
0: and all kinds of different. And fonts. now it's just now it's clean. very simple, clean. Oh yeah. wow, uniform, same, yeah. But just and then, what are all the names of all the all the scents? Um, Willow. Top of my
1: head. It's Blackood, Bianca, Cecil, Willow, Celine, the best. Hidden track, which is my favorite. Oh, really? Not the scent. I mean, I love all the scents, but the name came from... um, I wasn't going to put that particular candle in my line. And I was burning it one day, the sample of it. And I walked by, I'm like, oh my God, this is the best candle ever. Whoa. I'm going to put this back in the line because I'd taken it out. Yeah. And I went, oh, this is for sure the hidden track. Yeah. Because back in the day with record albums, people would put... um, songs on a record that you wouldn't know they were on there they were called the hidden track yeah so I called it the hidden track oh my god so there's that there's Hiroko
0: um Mulholland and Willow and what are the uh I mean I guess it's just like what would you say like the the through line or like the inspiration for all the names of the candles
1: they're all different um Cecil Cecil Beaton is a big hero of mine. As a stylist, I was very drawn to Cecil Beaton. He was a costume designer and a photographer. In fact, if you look up his name and you see all these portraits of Marilyn Monroe, like these iconic photos that you would have never known, he was also the same person that... Styled and designed *My Fair Lady* for Audrey Hepburn, all her wardrobe. Oh, really? He was just—he was an aesthetic asshole. He was, like yeah. Very. Opinion- oh, and he was also um, an author. He would write diaries, like just—he was amazing. Yeah. So anyway, Cecil Beaton, um, Mulholland is like classic because of the just Los Angeles Mulholland.
0: Highbrow history of yeah. like chic, crazy 70s Angelica Houston. And it Jack smells Nicholson. like it. You yeah.
1: really could smell it in that candle. Yeah. Um, Celine. Celine is after you. Is but it do really? You know why Celine
0: Dion. It, do you really? know why it's named after you though? Why? We were in New York. By we, the way, my name is Alexi Celine Wasser. So they we, know.
1: We went on a trip to New York remember
0: oh my god when I was obsessing over that guy yeah oh god okay yeah (laughs) yeah okay so we were in New York and we were at JFK Brooke flew me to New York because she knew I was so madly in love with some guy got it You've got to help your friends. <laughs> I know. And then I spoke DMT with them, and I'm like, what? I think everything's falling to shit. I think it's not what I thought it was. And I never told you to do that, though. I know. You didn't tell me. To. Oh, yeah. You definitely did not tell me to do that. You're a good friend. OK. <laughs> okay keep going. So
1: we're leaving
0: um, New York. JFK. Yeah. We're at JFK.
1: And there was this hair perfume. And you turned to me and you said, if you ever do a can- another candle, you should make one that smells like this. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm serious. And so what I did, because I'd never copy anybody's stuff, I took that, I wore that hair perfume for a couple months because I loved it. In fact, I, like I wish it. I still had it. Well, yeah, I want. to. And I recreated my version of it and I'm like, oh, I'll call it Celine.
0: Oh my god! After Alexis, Celine, Wasser, I had no idea because, and while we, when you came over, while well, well, since we've been talking today, I was actually thinking about that hair perfume, being like she should make a candle out of that hair perfume. Are you serious? And I didn't even realize that, like, that's what Celine is and why I love Celine. Because, yeah, you discovered that hair perfume in New York. You yeah. got it. And then I got obsessed with it, too. And then I would try to sneak it whenever you weren't looking. I'm like, oh, my God, me too. I think I would do that when I would come to your house, too, which is maybe why was, you don't have any left. But uh, it, it was very just a uh, very, fe- it was very, like, feminine. And citrusy, yeah.
1: feminine. Oh, my God. Like that smell when you, like, walk by and someone has shampoo and... yeah.
0: That's Celine. That's how Celine smells, just our own version. And what's the deal with Cecil? What does that smell comprise? Like, what is that made up of? Because that that actually weirdly... Oh, Cecil's such a bouquet of, like, goodness. It's- there's so much beautiful... No- there's so many beautiful notes in Cecil. Because um, I burn that all the time. My boyfriend has the candle. He's always like, you know it's a great fragrance when, like, your masculine boyfriend, who really isn't interested in candles at all, is like, hey, um, are you going to... I'd really love for you to get me one of those candles that Brooke makes. Uh, it, you know, mine's run out, and it smells really good. So we both have... Uh, his and hers. S- his and hers Cecil candles, so we our apartments can smell the same, and we're both obsessed with the smell because it's like crisp and sparkling and refreshing, and it wakes you up, and it smells highbrow. And anyway, it's what's... floral and citrus. Floral and citrus. It is so cozy and beautiful and... Clean burning. And clean, Yeah it's just sparkly. Like, it just makes you be like, oh, ooh. Like, I don't know. It's just great. Thanks, Alexi. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm like obsessed.
1: And then Hiroko is like, that's a whole nother. That's what, a whole nother thing. What is it? Um Petit Trois and Trois Mac, the restaurant, they burn my Hiroko candle in their bathroom. And it's become this cult following. Really? Yeah, people. It's so crazy because there's no label on my candles. But isn't it... Doesn't the jar have... Uh, it has Rooksky embossed, embossed in it. Embossed. In the jar. Yeah, I love but it. But it's very subtle. So subtle. But people ask the waiters and the managers what the candle that was burning... What did they smell in the bathroom when they get back to the table? Yeah. They, they ask that. And so I've had... Without even really launching my company... I have website sales for Hiroko that are, like, by the case, like, six. Some are, like, big, big, big music
0: producers. Oh, my God. It's really exciting who's buying Hiroko. Albums, incredible albums that we have not yet heard are being written in the studio, for sure, with your candle burning and inspiring those albums. Yeah. This
1: is so cool. it's a... That that scent, Hiroko, is a um, Japanese... Burning cedarwood incense with a little bit of orange. Oh, my God. It's, it's very masculine, but it's, it's also like if you're, um, if you're a girl and you like girly things, you're still going to like Hiroko. It's just the most special
0: candle.
1: I don't know. Have I smelled this candle? No, I almost brought you that one too. I'll bring you one. Oh no, you don't, you don't have to week. like
0: watch. I, yeah, your whole company goes down in flames. Cause I like you give me too many free candles and <laughs> you're like, I went out of business because of Alexi. Cause you just kept insisting. I give her free candle. I'm like, no Brooke, I'm sorry. Um, which is the one that smells like a guy's like dirty, sexy t-shirt? Mulholland. Mulholland. Oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. then hidden
1: track is a, it's kind of like the his and her to that hidden track is Mulholland with a little bit of oud and vanilla So there's some sweetness in there So
0: Okay They're all my favorite too I I don't have Why wouldn't they be? God, it makes me want to like I mean, I'm too lazy and I won't But uh, God, I want to make like a Love Alexi candle I mean, I will not I already Why wouldn't you let's get sni over here I and mean, do that. It, it sounds it sounds hard to make a one off candle because it seems like more expensive than doing a line time consuming and i'd rather just buy your candles or okay great getting them for free but uh I would buy them they're totally worth it um Rookski.com. 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 I like that <laughs> asmr style um so now okay, so what is next and what do you want people to Know about the company? Like, I don't want to like miss a beat. Like, what do what are we not finding out about? I
1: mean, I feel like we just went through the candles. Yeah, um, they're at American
0: Rag if you want to smell them. And American Rag is a very hip, lovely, cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't even clothing store on uh, on La Brea in Los
1: Angeles. It's so crazy how I even. I really haven't even launched the company, but things like the doors are just open, as yeah. Lacey Phillips would say. Is yeah, that a ping or doors are opening, or it's just like n- it's happening naturally. Yeah, my boyfriend was bringing a
0: candle. Elliot was bringing a candle to his manager, former guest on the Love Lexi podcast, and we do reference Brooke a ton in my conversation with him. So if you want to check that out, after ping on over there, pop on over to the Elliot Lester podcast with the, on the Love Lexi podcast. Anyway. So, Elliot was carrying a candle through American Rag,
1: and because he was gonna have lunch with his manager, and he was giving him the candle. Oh,
0: he's going to the cafe. He's yeah, walk, he was he's going a, to the cafe. Walking through American Rag, heading towards the American Rag Cafe Meaty, or whatever and it's called. Exactly. And this lady, um, she walks by him and she
1: says she notices this minimal, amazing packaging. <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? That Siobhan of uh, Pattern Break did for me, which is so great.
0: Um, She's the one he made the reference to, being like, "I just want the white album." Yeah, and he did it. He delivered. Wow.
1: Um, Shavon is a man. Siobhan Yeah, he's that a was, all right. Nice. Okay. So, um, Elliot's walking through American Rag. This woman walks by and says, "What? What is that that you're holding?" And he says, "Oh, it's this uh, high end candle that my girlfriend does, and it's called Rookski And she said, "Well, can I see it?" And he hands it over and she looks at him and she goes, I'm the president of American RAG. These are amazing. I would love to carry these. If you're ever interested, here's my card. And then we are now at the front counter at American RAG and they
0: they do so well. Oh my God. Yeah. And what does Rookski stand for? How did you even get the name Rookski for your company? Oh, let's see. Is this a secret? You don't have to tell me. I'm going to keep that close to me for a little bit. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. How dare you? Just kidding. Not. Oh my God. We need a little mystery. You know, we've talked about, uh, you know, so much stuff. So you should keep a little something close to your heart. What did we talk about uh, Tristan and Chloe? Uh, oh, God. And Colton, because I, w- I want to add a little pop culture okay. in here because I. Listen. So, Tristan. Tristan, yeah. Married to Chloe
1: Kardashian. Yeah. Has. She's what? The little
0: sister. She's Kylie's best friend, right? Kylie Jenner's best friend is Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. And by the way, you guys, Brooke and I have always bonded over the fact that we love like all the real housewives. We're not going to lie about it. All the trash TV. Okay. We don't feel guilty about it. No guilt. You know, it's just a pure pleasure. No shame. Kardashians, real housewives. What else do we love? Okay. Let's go back to the scandal.
1: Um.
0: So, Kendall, no, Kylie Jenner's so friend, Kylie Jenner, her best friend. How do you feel about this, Lexi? This how do is I feel crazy. about this? How did it even happen? They were caught making out or something, like all over each other in public. What he's like? So Tristan was just around his girlfriend. I guess there was his an wife's, after party, and they took the phones away. Like you weren't allowed to be
1: girls. Guys were allowed to have their phones, but for some reason, what I read is that girls had their phone. T- you were not allowed to use your phone. Yeah and if you did you
0: you just needed to leave okay and after party for what i didn't read the story i just saw somewhat, like the headline on there twitter
1: was some club or something and then they went for an after party to his house in
0: new york i think in here. la okay so they're at an after, a part, after party at his house this so is not reporting live cuz i do not know what i'm really talking about i love just walking I'm through just, it all murky
1: styles i'm just saying the fact that kylie's best friend who is like a sister to khloe kardashian would do that to her is just
0: revolting. I see I thought Tristan and Chloe broke up a long time ago. And then when I saw the Kardashian sisters on Bravo inside the clubhouse, I got the feeling I didn't realize that she stayed with him. I thought she'd already broken up with him, but then oh, He flew thing. out for Valentine's Day to be with them.
1: Okay, so they did stay together Well importantly,
0: here's the question. Here's the
1: question I need to know. Yes. This is it. Does Kylie stay best friends with Jordan Woods or not?
0: No. But was Kylie there? And I, I No. Think, no? I, I don't know. I don't know Kylie. I don't know. I any, feel like Kanye probably wants to fuck Kendall. <gasps> don't you think? All these fucking hot young bods just all hanging around and just like no. pulsating all around like I all don't these older I think so. Dudes. Kanye is
1: in love with Kim. And
0: Do you think so? Oh, for sure. I think they should be in love too. And I'm totally pro that. But then I get worried. I'm like, everybody's just so attractive with all their... How about every- How does your boyfriend feel about you talking about the Kardashians? Oh, I don't think he knows how much I'm talking about them today <laughs> or talk. I mean, hmm, I don't talk about the Kardashians that much, but I don't know. He always puts on Bravo when he wants to make me happy. Like if he's like cooking or if we're at his house, he'll put. I know it's not something he'd do with the Kardashians, but he. He knows what I like and he wants me to be happy. So it's so funny how he'll just immediately put on Vanderpump Rules and just like look at me and just make sure I'm like situated and cozy and like taken care of. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. It's like basically like giving me like three cocktails. I'm like, so... So another thing is Vanderpump Rules. Did they break up? Who? Kristen and... Oh, Kristen and Carter. Yeah, Kristen and Carter. I mean, we've recorded... I've recorded a lot of other podcasts that I've been banking and storing up before our podcast recording, but I'm going to have to put this out... Immediately before all those other podcasts, because we're so like, (laughs) we're just like, we're like, we're some weird, like, dark web e network thing right now, where it's like, just two girls (laughs) spouting off about pop culture. Yeah, they broke up, but she's a nightmare. Kristen from Vanderpump is a fucking nightmare. I can't stand her. But Carter really, like, because he really, like, held
1: in, held, what is it, the phrase? He seems slimy, but I don't know him. He did? Why would
0: I say that, actually? I I don't know him. I think they met on Raya. And I met my boyfriend on Raya. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. What does it all mean, guys? I don't know. Did my stomach just growl? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Okay, forget I even said anything. But uh, she just like, remember when she hung out with James Kennedy by the hot tub? And then Carter found out about it and he was like, and she had already cheated on him one time with James Kennedy. So Carter, like, put up with a lot of bullshit. And she's already like an exhausting, slender handful. She is exhausting. She's exhausting. So I feel like she's so mad that James.
1: (laughs) She's so mad that James is on the show or that James works for Pump. Yeah. Or Sir or whatever it is. I just think that's a storyline. Because she was not
0: invited back. Oh, yeah. That's why she's so upset at James. Oh, wow. And I always just think it's like, she just wants a storyline.
1: No, it's because at the end of the day, James is so annoying but he's definitely the type of person i probably would like give 10 chances to yeah because you almost feel bad like you feel bad
0: for him you think you want to give him a chance because he has potential yeah Lisa vanderpump loves him because supposedly you know he's british as well even though people think it's a fake accent but i don't think it's a fake accent no it's not a fake accent um again things i really don't know but i'm assuming i don't think that kendall or kylie should continue being friends with jordan I just don't know what else is going on Like who knows what Kendall that's and so Kylie That's so sad though
1: I'd be so sad if my best friend Did something like that And then at the same time I, I couldn't be best friends with them either Oh Like that's like Like you lose two things Like you're so mean How could you do that to my sister What I wonder How about- dare you And B
0: I am actually going to miss you Like yeah. we had some great times together I wonder if they're going to cover it on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Won't they probably cover it? Won't this be like a plot point? But why would she do that? That's the meanest thing. What? Why would she do that to Chloe? Why would Jordan do that to Chloe? Yeah. But they weren't really good friends Just Kylie. She and they was were like all a friends. Sister to Chloe. Yes. I thought she was friends with Kylie. She was best friends with Kylie, but she was like a sister to Chloe. I don't know. I have no idea. Not cool. Not cool. It's all a mess. But it's like Tristan already. Cheated on Chloe So it's like but There you go But not with your family I know But he already cheated She decided to stay with him She should have left Like the minute You get cheated on You gotta get out of there Didn't you think? Yeah Oh a thousand percent Yeah Bye Like I don't believe In the thing like If somebody's cheated In the past They're always gonna be A cheater Because I cheated One time in my life That was like Eleven or twelve years ago And I've never cheated again I will never cheat again I'm really putting myself Out there Just talking about real, yeah. Something real that I did so, I don't like it when people are like, once a cheater, always a cheater, because I'm like, uh, no. Like, it's just not true. And not, not for me, it's not. And so, but if I, if you were my boyfriend and I cheated on you and you took me back, you know, and then I cheat again, it's like, no break, break cheating. Up, yeah, no cheating with it, you know, it's like the minute you get cheated on, get the fuck out of there, have some self respect. But yeah, but it's weird because they have a baby together. Anyway, I didn't think I'd be talking about the Kardashians this much during our episode, but, uh, Why do you want to do oils now? Isn't it a headache? I
1: am now obsessed with coming up with my ultimate perfume. Do you find that you wear, like uh, the perfume that you wear now? Val de Freak, yeah. Mm -hmm. Val de Freak. That's your signature? Yeah. But do you think, how long have you been wearing that? Oh my God, like two and a half, three years. Okay, so that's not that long. I'm going on like... 10 years of wearing my oils. Oh, really? And also like six of wearing a perfume that I like. And I need to create... I've tried... I just went out and bought so many new perfumes. I've spent so much money on buying new perfumes that I thought was going to be my signature. Yeah. I even bought Kim's... um, That body shape I bought... No, I bought her Batty. I don't know what that is. It's called Batty. There's Wifey. There's Batty. There's like... Oh, really, Addie, there's
0: is, something else. Is baddie cool, uh, lingo for uh, a husband, a uh, like a bad girl? I don't know. Oh, baddie, I don't know, but what's going I
1: on. mean, I've like spent <laughs> so much money on all these different perfumes going, okay, I'm gonna find my new signature, yeah, and I it's not there, so you're creating so your So now signature. I'm going to call up Sanai, yeah, I'm gonna say, Sanai, we are going to make the ultimate, um. My ultimate
0: signature, and that'll be the Rooksky smell. Yes, and then, but then can't you? Don't, aren't you already ahead of the game because now you have all the oils for the candles already? You can just turn those oils into yeah, they are body oils. Yeah,
1: the next thing is going to be taking the candles and their scent is now going to be an oil. Yeah, but that's a whole thing that I haven't done yet. Oh my god, I've I've sampled it, but I haven't packaged it and done all of that, so I have to. Create packaging for the oils. All the candles will have a com- um, companions, which are their scent, and then I'm going to create new scents. And the first one
0: being a perfume that I am going to make as my signature. And that will be your signature for life. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you balance doing all of this, all the work? Where it's like these candles, these fragrances—they're like your babies, mm-hmm. right? Like you're giving birth to all these these things and yet we're women and i don't want to make it gender specific but it's like we have intense feelings you and i are friends for a reason because we think deeply and intensely about a million different things and we can spiral i'm speaking for myself but maybe you too we have the ability to like spiral over every nuance because we we just can that's how our brains work it's exhausting at times how are you so creatively prolific and diligent and have all this follow through to make these beautiful things that you make and have this incredible company while you're in a relationship or just feeling deeply about stuff and trying to, how do you balance like love and relationships and personal stuff and work? Because I don't know how to do it sometimes. Honestly, I think that the relationship inspires
1: me to work harder. Really? Yeah. I want that. Absolutely. Like I'm like a hundred percent. I get, inspired to work harder for my company when I'm in love and my boyfriend is such a advocate of the me doing my career that it makes me want to do it to the highest ability and be like look like I just I love it I think for me personally they work hand in hand like they help each other yeah
0: it's so inspiring oh that's good that's the way it should be Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you not do anything on the weekends? Just relax? Are you working through the weekends? Because you're, you know, there are no rules because it's like you're, it's your company. That, which
1: is a great thing. And also having it be your own company where there's no one that you're answering to can also be, can also be not a blessing. Yeah. So how do you frame it or how do you find boundaries to like? I definitely don't work on the weekends, but... In saying that, I'm always creative. So, I like something can inspire me over the weekend, but um, I don't, I'm not doing anything physically for the company over the yeah. weekend, like emails or
0: any business. Um, you cook so much. People don't know this about you. I mean, like, well, how, why would they just meeting you for the first time? People have met you via this podcast. Uh, you guys, she's broke is an amazing cook. You're like this incredible homemaker, your whole house. I you've been to our Shabbats. I've been to your Shabbats. You have a weekly Shabbat, and and you've like bake you bake your own bread, you roast things, you're just incredible. And then your whole house, her space, you know, in which she lives, so beautiful. I've hosted Girls Night In a mm-hmm, couple I, times. Oh my god, I've hosted Brooke is such a great friend. She let me host my girls' night in gatherings at her house so many times. And you're so cool. You're always like, oh my God, you know, strangers in your house, I hope they're not murderers. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go out have a good time. And I'm like, really? Like, you're so calm and like go with the flow and you just don't get like stressed. It seems like, right? Am I wrong? I mean, not about things like that. Yeah. I, it's incredible. I don't know. You're baking now. I'm baking I'm cooking I guess I'm cooking I'm making making steaks Isn't
1: it fun though Wait you said something Actually On your podcast The other day That I appreciated What You said There was something I think this is the right word Yeah I think you said There was something Powerful about cooking Yeah And I appreciate I appreciated that Instead of like the old way of thinking which is oh you're cooking for your guy yeah like Like, no I think it's such a wonderful empowering beautiful thing to cook yeah also to cook for
0: someone that you love or care about yeah it's like there's passion involved it's like a great skill to and I I remember I was like I was like yeah cooking I like to eat you know what I mean because it's like Oh how feels good, it be, good it feels good to make a thing it's like oh my god it feels like, good just, to make someone happy to make someone happy and to like share it's like a ritualistic thing i made this thing i went through the process of making it it's like i i did it like oh my god i made it and does it taste good it tastes good too and yeah you're sharing it with somebody it's like it is a whole beautiful thing that i'm like finally coming into because i did used to bake when i was much younger but now like and this is the first boyfriend i've ever cooked for in my life cuz i never thought I love seeing the side of you. You do. I, do. Me I really too. do. Me too, actually. Yeah, I, I want to get better and better. Like, and I like like kind of I me. Mean, you have a plant in the corner. I've got a plant You're in the cooking. corner. I'm cooking, and I just like the, like the whole idea of like making a menu. Like when I first roasted a chicken for my boyfriend, I was like, I made a menu. I was like, make mashed potatoes, apple pie for dessert. Uh, you know, I had like a baguette, and I roasted a chicken, and and I like got tipsy drinking like Moscow, a Moscow, like Moscow mules while I was cooking in the kitchen. It literally took me from like, you know, 2 p.m. till whenever he came over. And I timed it out perfect. Like dinner will be ready. As he gets in, I made a salad. I copied your recipe. Which one was that? Arugula. But I put tomatoes. Arugula with like lemon dressing. And then I put like balsamic vinegar and then like a little bit of Parmesan cheese on top. Yeah. I think that's what, you, what I saw you do. But then I added like tomatoes. I don't know if you did that too it's good to add your own stuff. Add my own stuff. And I just felt like, wow, look at me go. Look at me I yeah. know. I love cooking. Yeah. I could just, uh, I just want to go to Whole Foods and just like buy everything and have tons of money just to like try making everything, you know. It's What's fun. your favorite dish to make? I mean, I think right now it's like steak. I like making steak and rice and orzo. And then what else? I don't know, in salad. That's what I've made, like, maybe a a couple times for him. And I'm like, but, like, mastering making, like, the perfect steak because I just love steak makes me feel proud. But I got to start mixing it up and making new things. But, yeah. Let me ask you a question really quick. Yeah.
1: What is your favorite scent? Not a company or a brand or a candle, but an actual, like, if it's a flower or something from the kitchen or baking, like, well, I love Palisanto.
0: Exactly. Palisanto. I love, which is like mint and wood, like a minty wooden smell. Because uh, I don't like sage. I prefer burning Palisanto. So I love that smell. And I love tuberose. Mm-hmm. And I think I love rose, like the smell of rose, but I don't love it as much as I think I do. But sometimes if you get a great rose, it smells, it's like pungent and lovely. But really, tuberose, Palisanto. I think that's all I can think of right now. I don't know. Vanillas. I do like vanillas. I think that's it. I don't know. That's all I was I think just of. wondering. A lot of those are in Cecil. Oh, they are? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe that. Yeah. I'm like really patting myself on the back. I'm like, I'm incredible. You're that's, really good at scent. You're a natural. Well, my ex-boyfriend got me into that. I think, uh, you know, the guy whose name uh, rhymes with Rare Ramaya. Ramiya. Ramaya. <laughs> oh god I used his, his real name in my short film and then uh I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't have done that the short film I made a few years ago but uh anyway yeah he loved fragrances and I remember thinking wow this is so interesting and that's like a personality trait I kind of like picked up from him that like I made my own because I was like wow I'm into it too that was a nice thing he loved crystals palisanto not to go down memory lane but like crystals palisanto, and perfumes and I just thought Oh, I like this too. What a cool thing to be introduced to. And yeah. Anyway. Nice. What is next for you? Where are you going after this? Where do you want us to find do you on Instagram and all the social media and websites and all that? Um, you can find me at
1: rooksky R-U-K-S-K-E. Underscore L-A. underscore L A. Um and
0: rooksky.com. And In- because we touched on it but we didn't explore it what were you gonna say about colton from the bachelor because i didn't he's watch really cute isn't he he's is so cute he's, he's such like a, a babe. really handsome like all-american guy that's what every girl i talk to says they're like i'm like really attracted to colton who do you think like, is gonna win oh well i didn't watch this week's episode yet you know and thank you for letting me steal your hulu by the way it's uh thank you <laughs> <laughs> both go to jail after the release of this podcast because I steal your Hulu and Amazon Prime. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. You're a great friend. Anyway. So, um, I hope, and don't tell me if you you watch the most recent episode. Yeah. Don't tell me. I only just started it. By the way, his like testimonials or his like personal videos that he makes on his phone are so, what are you talking about? You know, at the beginning of every episode where he's like, Hey, it's me. It's been a weird, weird week. We know when anybody's talking to the camera. He does little testimonials. Oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever. I thought you meant in his phone, on or just on the like show, Or following him on some oh, no. social media. Oh no, he had my secret. Yeah, like I was a like, a I don't DM. take it that far. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I just been like at the beginning of every episode where he's like talking to himself, and kind of like assessing what's what's up for the week, and he's like, Oh, last week was kind of hard, and this is what's going on now. Um, what was my point here? Oh, I just think he seems authentic. You know, for lack of a better word, do you I, think he's really a virgin? I do. I think he is a virgin. And I think he t- touched on the fact that he didn't have sex because he dated a girl who maybe did go through some kind of sexual abuse or something. Maybe th- this girl he dated. There was an episode where a girl told him about how she was raped at a party. And he, Oh, I saw that one. And he alluded to the fact that like, he dated someone who went through that. And so maybe that's why he, their relationship slowed down. I did down. not catch on to that's, that. that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that... And so he had like um, empathy for what the girl on The Bachelor was telling him because he loved a woman who went through some, something similar. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but that's why they didn't have sex because they were taking it so slow and then it just turned into this thing where he he's still yet to have sex. But he looks like a great kisser. He's, he looks like a great kisser. He's just so <laughs> fucking sexy. He seems very kind and nice and just like and not stupid, just like not a dullard, but like cozy and nice and kind and hot, but smart and with it. And not having seen this most recent episode, I think the speech pathologist should Cassie. win. Cassie. Cassie, because she's, she's an angel face. She's got a heart-shaped face. Who do you think is going to win? Don't tell I me if eliminated.
1: I think either she's going to win or the,
0: the um, beauty pageant winner. Oh, the one who looks like Chrissy Teigen? Yes. She's Teigen. So beautiful. I know whenever I look at her, I'm like, I want to melt. I'm like, God, she's so. Yeah, the Chrissy Teigen one. Gorgeous. She might win. It's like her or. Yeah. And I think Cassie
1: will be the next bachelorette.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: I think the producers are going to steer him to do that.
0: Oh, my God. That's what happens, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's like that show Unreal.
0: Yeah, Unreal is from producer of uh, you're the one who told me to watch that show. That's right. When you're on, your, uh, <laughs> on a- is that on Hulu? Is that on Amazon Prime? I'm <laughs> Like, no, I told you to listen to NPR News. Oh yeah, NPR News. Stop lying. You know the truth. But anyway, yeah, Unreal, a producer who was on, who worked on The Bachelor. Made her own scripted show. Created a scripted show based on like the what really happens behind the scenes of all these Bachelor but that Bachelor last shows. Season was terrible. Of Unreal, yeah, it was so bad. Oh my god! Watch our the demise of our podcast episode. We just can't stop talking about pop culture, and I love it. It's popular culture your because new, it's popular and cool. Your new off podcast, your new side, side project. I like it. This is all I would want to talk about. We'd be talking about this in your car driving to wherever we're going to. I know. You know, getting a facial somewhere. Do you think anyone's lasted through this podcast? They've all hung themselves. It's over. <laughs> They're all like, ugh, boring. When I listen to the Love Lexi podcast, I want hard-hitting news. <laughs> I don't want to hear about feelings for pop culture or Vanderpump. This is not what I come here for. You're right. They're fine. They're fucking fine. And if you're not, please uh, send emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com and follow me and Brooke at rookski underscore LA and at Alexi Wasser. Send us DMs to let us know how you felt about this podcast episode. And if you have any thoughts of your own on pop culture, candles, fragrances, feelings. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, God. (laughs) Stay lit. Stay lit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.